War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Also known as Channel Some podcasting tonight? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. So Mark wants to, but Jason doesn't want to. I wonder what Jim wants to do. Mm, probably watch. Uh, Jim Crosby isn't here, Stills so he Nash. doesn't get a vote. He doesn't. No. You will get to edit it. If I'm lucky. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode forty-eight, the Quattro Ocho of uh, Channel Massive. I am your host, Jason. Look at this, see? With this is who I was, <laughs> that's what I was talking about last and week. Mark! And I'm like, I'm not like someone who introduced the show, it's me joined by blah, 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 blah. Oh, boy. Wow. You are almost as egotistical as those bloggers we're going to talk about tonight. Oh! Snap! Oh, snap! No. Yeah, I We're think just getting so. in character so we're able to talk with authority on the subject. Authority. We'll also be talking about what we've been playing and some relatively interesting news stuff. And we have our first Skype voicemail. Holy crap, and I'm going to pass out. It's it's a furriner, as we Americans yes, with call an exotic language. We've got, like... Accent. So we've got that Skype email from... from where, is he, where is he from? Sweden. Sweden. And we also have a uh, email from uh, some guy in Brazil. Yeah, I uh, dig Jose. the international... Uh, so, what I'm starting to think is, is Channel Massive is turning into the David, David Hasselhoff of podcasts. <laughs> we're, we're, we're huge, we're huge overseas, but man, in our own country, we're not respected at all. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's well, okay, I'll take love where I can get it. We have significant U.S. downloads, so we're... We're respect. We're maybe not respect. Maybe we're maligned. <laughs> maybe it's like we got to download it so we can be mad about it, Mocked. and we can go to our little blogger conference and try to get them outlawed or whatever they do. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we have a whole a whole wonderful thing to uh, to give you this evening and stuff and, and some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Mark. I we t- have things and stuff I to talk do pretty today. Someday. <laughs> We also have the weekend gaming. What else do we have? <gasps> Blogosteria! <laughs> and it is a huge Blogosteria. It is a very, today. very special Blogosteria. Oh my god, the Blogosphere just like continues to on deliver. Itself. Yeah, they did. I mean, they did not disappoint at all this week. We they didn't even have to seek this one out. It was it felt felt. us. It was felt throughout the known universe. <laughs> <laughs> it was, man. Thousands of bloggers dying, screaming out, in pain, <laughs> screaming in pain. Not unlike, not unlike what happened when uh, Alderaan got blown up. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, 
Fortunately, some of them won't be silenced. <laughs> <laughs> if we can only silence them forever. I know. <laughs> Anything else? Should I cut it no, off now? Cut it off right there. So right now, yeah, right now, yeah. right now would be the time to no, cut the it off. Time to cut it off for your keyboard. Been, I, uh, the time to cut it off would have been when I said uh, if we could only silence them forever. Let me cut it. That would have been perfect timing. Unfortunately. Bitch ass punks. <laughs> First you can't stop talking, now you can't start talking. Now I want to hear all about what you've been playing, Mark. Oh, what put me on the spot again? Um, because you asked for it. I suppose I did. Well, two things of importance. Age of Conan, I'm slowly leveling, slowly. <laughs> Mostly just because I haven't had a lot of quality time this week, but when I have had quality time to game, it's been playing Age of Conan. Um are just you still playing the same same character? character just out there in Samaria, real close to thirty, so I'm hoping to uh <laughs> with Gonkarella. With Gonkarella. Yeah, Gankarella. Uh I, I I don't know, I'm just I think it's you know, I'm not like getting tired of the game mostly because I rarely get to play it, so I'm always like, Oh, I'm gonna get to play, yay. So I'm still pretty excited to actually log in and explore the world and cool. Um I've noticed the patches are improving the quality of life within the game. What do you mean? Steadily. Just you know, the when you read the patch list it's mostly, you know, balancing and stuff going on right now with the the different classes. Like it looks like the the Tempest of Set finally got the nerf they, they had coming. Um <laughs> probably needed. The, uh, yeah, the, like, it looks like, um, area of effect stuff has been limited to, like, three mobs now instead of every mob on the screen within range, um, <laughs> which is, is probably good for people who were just, like, you know, AOE grinding, um, and, but I, even though they mostly mention stuff like rebalancing, I felt the game seemed just a little smoother, too, so I think there's just a few... Little improvements happening interface-wise along the way, too. improvements. Yeah, I haven't run into uh, any lag in the last two weeks, which compared to how it started. Yeah. Well, yours is your damn DSL provider, I'm 100% Uh. sure. I mean, um, but anyway, yeah, I've been doing that. And then I've I've saw this... um, YouTube video of somebody playing desktop tower defense with uh, doing the uh, (laughs) challenge mode. You watched the video? And there's it's this concept of juggling where you like temporary block part of your maze so the stuff has to go to the other side and then you block that and meanwhile it's taking damage as you block different parts of your maze. So let me guess, you're back on the desktop. I'm back on the desktop tower defense wagon. (laughs) I've gotten to uh, I've gotten to level eighty for for the first time, so I only have twenty to go. But I really have to. I have to really. So what happens when you hit level a hundred? That's when it ends. Does it like roll over? No, no. But that's when it (laughs) ends, and you can see what your score is, and just feel cool for doing it. I think I'd feel really cool if I were watching a video of someone playing desktop tower defense. Oh, that, that was God. a high point. <laughs> don't, yeah. dude. You That's don't almost like watching there. a video of nerds playing soccer. <laughs> on yeah. a video game. Yeah, that's actually, you know what, No, that's how my gaming week kind of went. You were watching nerds playing soccer? <laughs> it was I did. Vicarious nice gameplay. 
<laughs> um, okay, so I, I guess we'll talk about what I, I did. Unless this. Mark has more to talk about. Well, he, well nope. he said he played Age of Conan, and that was it. So yeah. Uh, oh, you forgot to mention Rock Band. Oh, God. Yeah, we had a huge uh, rock band party yeah. at our friend's house, and we played for way too long. We yeah. were allegedly oh, yeah. going to play a bunch of different arcade games. We had yeah. like three... Or no, we had two rock bands set up. We had like uh, what do we have for, for the the Wii? We had Mario Kart, Mario Kart, and then the Dead thing, House of the Dead, House of the Dead. Dead. But we never got that far. It no. just stayed on Mario Kart, and nobody would go down there except the little girls. This, this guy's house is like a dream for gaming. Yeah, if you are if you are a diehard video gamer, you you've got to see this guy's house. He's got, he's got like, three. The well, he's up. got up up in the upper two levels. Well, in the very upstairs area is the bedrooms and stuff. But then in his, like, I guess you'd call it his... His, um, his babe lair. Babe lair, yeah. Room <laughs> one. He has a big screen TV, and he's got a, an Xbox. And typically, he whoever comes over, he grabs their Xbox 360 and hooks that up. Then in his secondary babe lair, where he has a rolling drum set, he has a, another big screen TV, but this one's a fancier... It's like, like a plasma, plasma or thing. Yeah. And on that, he's got... He's got an Xbox, like a PlayStation 2, and then he'll surely make somebody bring their Xbox 360. He's got that all hooked up. Then downstairs, he's got this big, like, projector system with a an, yet another ubiquitous Xbox. And they have all, they've all been hacked. Yeah, uh, one, yeah. One by me. That's the one that works. And uh, <laughs> and and <laughs> he's got it set up for like um you know he's got four a player down hockey. There too, and he's got a and... Wii, and he's got another room that's got a PlayStation Two in it and a regular TV. And I think for that he had like um, Guitar Hero Two running. Really? Yeah. And he has just all the stuff set up and running all the time when he has his parties, and it's just a blast. Where's that? Where's that room at? I didn't even it's see. It's next it. to the. It's down the hall next to the big room. Yeah, and there's like a bathroom in that hallway, isn't there? Yeah. Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I've never gone beyond the bathroom. There's another room. <laughs> oh, never yeah, crossed whole, the threshold. There's a whole different group of people in there. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're the troglodytes. That's where the freaks are. They, uh, yeah, that's like, you don't, there's, there's, they've, they're in there so much that, like, <laughs> there's just these glow sticks and stuff, and they just use the no, ambient those, light to see. You're thinking slee stacks. Oh, the slee stacks. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think they're all chugs. The underworld things that live in the sewers in the X Men? The Troglodytes. Is that or the, I think that was... Just, or that's, were they the more... That's a uh, time the, machine. You're thinking time... No, that's oh no. Mor- Morlocks. Morlocks and the Morlocks, X-Men. Yeah. Chuds, we call them. Anyway, the the whole glowy <laughs> thing... Those, those, you're thinking Slee Stacks. That's yeah, Land of the Lost, a sle- Anyway, they, that's where they live. And it's so very right. important. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I've spent like a full two minutes on that. And for those of you listening... I hope you enjoyed it as well. <laughs> but anyway, it's just this really good house for parties. And then they have, like, upstairs, they have, like, a bar set up with a nice spread yeah. all the time. And they had a nice patio out back. And good times had by all. We played way too much rock band. Yeah, we did. And I drank way too much. We all drank way too much. Except oh, for yeah. Noah, of course, who is a T-toler. icon of purity. Oh, wait, he's drinking now. But but other than that, he's... I had He kept handing me stuff. Was when he? I was there. Yeah, he was very concerned about you because you went downstairs and he decided to project and make you like this depressed, dark, like gothic figure. <laughs> well, not that you aren't a seven foot tall oh, goth yeah. with a neck beard. <laughs> That's but, right, <laughs> and a nose ring. But but you know he projected and. What's wrong with Noah? Where is he? Is I was he like, I think he's in the restroom. He's like, no, he's somewhere else. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, he'll be back. 
<laughs> I just wanted to play something else. I mean, we, he said we were going to play something else, and I wanted to play something else. And when the little girls cleared out of the Wii room, yeah, I went down there, and I'm like, well, I haven't been able to play Mario Kart. Wii Nobody for a wants while. to play with me. I didn't care if anybody played with me. I was getting to play something different. That's all that mattered. Yeah, and I, I would have came down. I would have. Too bad you didn't have Apollo Justice ready. <sighs> that would have been any social to pull up my DS. Start playing I'm some not playing games. anything that anybody can join Put your little <laughs> your little headphone buds in and just jam out. Yeah, that would be really rude. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's what I played and kind of what we all did. Uh, Including my antisocial And Jim stint. was there, too. Oh, we, yeah, did, uh, right. yep. we did manage to kind of have a good time with it, though. Jim actually played some bass on Rock Band yeah, despite, his con- despite his condemnation he was, of all yeah, rhythm I mean, games. He also hates rhythm games, too. Uh, but he to played some. With. He was trapped, and also we downloaded the Judas Priest uh, album. Um, yeah, so he had to. He so felt he, compelled. He couldn't I guess, help himself. To play a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that's what I did. I played. Um, I logged on to Age of Conan sparingly because my my ISP has been flaking out too. No, I mean it's been, that's funny because you both have the same yeah, we shitty both have ass the same ISP, shitty ass quest. We quest can't all ISP have cable. Oh, there with the sponsorship. Well, you know what? You could I, all. I'm have thinking cable. if this continues, I might I might be making I can't a switch. That. <laughs> but you already have the mm, anyway. Anyway, we'll so I did offline. that. Um, <laughs> speaking of Wii gaming, I, I did, you know, since I did have all you the ISP hog problems, wild. I went hog wild on the Wii. I started getting back into Super Mario Galaxy. Finally put Guitar Hero Got a down. few more stars going on. I got, no, no, I didn't do that. I, I downloaded <laughs> some WiiWare titles. I downloaded Dr. Mario. <gasps> Dr. Mario. The greatest uh, ba- Tetris game block- ever. Breaker Deluxe, Lock Breaker which Deluxe. is really cool. It's kind of like this super-powered... Uh, Breakout game, which is cool. it's kind of cool. Uh, what else did I get? Pop. pop. Mm-hmm. I got pop, which is it's kind of mindless. You just sit there at the screen and you pop bubbles with your Wii remote. It's perfect, but for me. it's kind of cool though. It's it's kind of fun. Uh, and I got this uh, trivia quiz game too for it. I think it's called like TV Game Show King, King yeah. whatever, something like that. Anyway, that, that's kind of cool too. And I did get some Guitar Hero three in, and I am happy to report. That I have beaten Raining Blood on hard mode. Oh, sweet. I haven't, like, I didn't five-star it, but I got through it, which is, like, a major breakthrough for me. So now are you in the expert mode or whatever? Well, I haven't been able to beat the uh, final boss. Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, I haven't been able to do the Devil Went Down to Georgia yet. But I figure, hell, if I can get past Raining Blood on hard mode, I can do anything. (laughs) It was really cool. I kind of, I did. I acted like this little kid after I was able to get through it. I, I stood there and I was like, yes! Mommy, Daddy, Thank I you. No, I didn't call my mom and dad so up on the phone and uh, so brag wonderful. about it or anything. I just, I did. I just felt this overwhelming sense of relief that I was finally able to do it because it's been taunting me for weeks. Months. Well, no, no. No, it's just been weeks. Feels like you've been talking about Guitar Hero for months. Well, I mean, I talk about Guitar Hero because I do play it quite a bit, but yeah. and it's been a slow progression, but I remember when you were getting your butt kicked on easy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I... Yeah, I couldn't even play an easy song. I was like, (laughs) three fingers trying to do something all at once? What what is this all about? So anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I did this week with my ISP problems. I kind of just said, screw it, and I'm going to... I'm going to play with my Wii for a little bit, and my Wii appreciated it. (laughs) Noah, what else besides... 
having a horrible experience at the rock band party did you do? I did not say I had a horrible experience. Do you notice how like Jason was, was trying to... Dwayne, if you're listening, Noah had a horrible experience. He won't be coming back. <laughs> I had a great time. I just wanted to play something else for a five-minute break. Crazy guy. What <laughs> and then as I'm leaving, he's like, wait, you're not... Who do you think you are? Yeah, as I leave, he's like, you're not staying for the brute force crosshouse gameplay session and i'm like no i've got to go home because my dog had been the in the cage for eight hours house gameplay session was vaporware it never Your occurred dog would have been fine no <laughs> it's not fair to my dog um i had a great time i mean i've never heard anything off of a judas priest album except for that one song you bring me pain that one yeah no the, there's oh. that song that they the actually law, released. The yeah. Was there two? Was that on there? Uh, no. There was a shitload of them, yeah. Well, yeah. Breaking the law. It was cool. I, pleasure, I reconnected eye. with the drums, and that was a lot of fun. I liked Yeah, you were drumming. jamming on the drums. That was really fun. I just, I think I'm ready for a new a new copy of a sequel to Rock Band or Guitar Hero World Tour or something. Rock Band World, Rock Band World Tour, Aerosmith. Slash Metallica. <laughs> no. I'm just making something up. Um, <laughs> I've played Space Invaders Extreme, which is so cool. I had to bring Space it over. Invaders that Extreme. is cool to make sure that I continue to evangelize that game. It's it's a lot of fun, and I've been playing Apollo Justice Ace Attorney, which I'm getting. I'm in the last case, but it's really really fun. Uh-huh. Is it a, like a child rape case or a? <laughs> Or uh, or is it like a boring, you know, white collar crime case where you're? It's always murder. Somebody gets killed somehow. Murder. Yeah. Does Angela Lansbury ever materialize? <laughs> 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 or like Palumbo comes in all cockeyed and drunk. Hey. No. Oh, my camera show up. It was interesting. Somebody was killed and he was positioned as if he was pulling a soup cart through a park. Oh. So he was killed and then positioned as if he was pulling the cart. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's how I leave all my victims. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or with one leg shoved up their ass. It, it depends on my mood. You know? Well, with that, <laughs> I think we should talk about some of our emailers. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll appreciate your, your sick, twisted, morbid, homicidal fantasies. I'll kill them all. <laughs> Marshall, Will, and Holly On a routine expedition Met the greatest earthquake ever known High on the rapids He struck their tiny raft And plunged them down a thousand feet below so we hope you enjoyed that three that special three hour version of what we've been playing. It's our favorite segment. Where we of the talked show. about us and ourselves and and more of us because we don't give a damn about our listeners. Oh wait a minute, yeah we do because this is our email which, segment. Yes. Yeah. Should we start it off with our our friend from Sweden? Yes. Yes. Let's do. And and, and this is this is a special event because this is our first Skype mail. Yes. And for anyone else in Sweden. I just would like to say thank you for Peter Forsberg. <laughs> we love you, Peter. We love Peter Forsberg. We do. And now let's roll it. Yellow there, Shadow Bassive. 
You're requ- you were requesting um, Skype mail. Or so they said, supposedly. <clears throat> well, we're trying out this new feature of your so-called show. <laughs> Sorry for the bad jokes. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. This is one of your six viewer, six listeners. Particularly this one lives in Sweden, in the north. So, hi! And, oh, this sounds so wrong. Well. But, well, other than MMOs, well, what can I say? I'm this one guy that's quite expecting quite a lot from the upcoming Warhammer Online. And, well, my MMO experience is mostly and ex- exclusively World of Warcraft. By the way, I just dinged 70 on my shaman, troll, troll shaman a few days ago, like one day ago as of this recording. Well, it, but, well, we'll see you around at some new point. And, well, keep on the good show, supposedly, because, well, I'm one of those that don't get the time to type your, yeah, type your, type you an email, so I send this instead, so, wait. Well, thank you there, A.K. Ripper. (laughs) We appreciate that message you left for us with lots of uncomfortable pauses there (laughs) (laughs) come on dude like you could totally tell english isn't his first language no i mean i think it was awesome that he called us i'm just glad that somebody called us like i said we're really big overseas i absolutely positively uh am just ecstatic that we got a caller especially somebody from sweden it's really cool how cool is that it's totally cool it's totally cool he took the time to do it instead of sending an email or something like that. He just did that, and yeah, and and I'm not really making fun of your English because I only speak one language, and I'm very envious of people who speak two or three. And you know, you, I can only job. say cuss words in other languages. Yeah, <laughs> cabron. So that's really but, not saying a whole lot. <laughs> but thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for that. Thanks for the humor, and uh, hope you hope you start to. Call in some more, man. We'd love to hear more from you. Definitely. Yeah, tell other us more listeners, about your... you want to leave a voicemail, it's as simple as just downloading and installing Skype, which is free, and messaging us at channel.massive.skype. And sexy big boob girl for sex, I, I know you're you're out there, and you keep sending me unsolicited messages to Skype. and Unsolicited just, my I just ass. wanted to say that... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I really want to hear your sexy voice and have more of those pictures. <laughs> the inside joke here is I leave the Skype thing running all the time and I keep getting unsolicited like messages from people. Like, well, you can change your settings so that that doesn't happen, but something no, tells but me it's you fun. I like to do it on purpose. <laughs> you can Why would it. I do that? <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Um, what else do we have in the mailbag? We have an email from a listener named Jose. He wrote us something of a a running dialogue that was about a thousand words. I yeah, think. he was like writing as he was listening. I think. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Unfortunately, 
due to our time constraints, we're only going to have a bit it's, of that. We've whittled it share. down to one word, which was great. Right on. Thanks, Jose. <laughs> no, actually, we chose to bring up his comment on Harry Potter, and he wrote, A Harry Potter MMO would be attractive to Hello Kitty online fans. The mature people digging boobies dancing on Age of Conan, as an example, would never play a Harry Potter MMO. Unless there's boobies. By the way, <laughs> Harry Potter is more Tim Hunter books of magic than Ender's Game, and I second that. I love Harry Potter books and stuff, but an MMO would be horrible. The franchise lacks some stuff that it would need to be a good MMO, like gear. If you're playing a student, you're probably using the uniform of the school. Salubrious school robes of smiting? What the fuck? There's no weapon change. You rarely change your wand during school. Don't know. It should be a really different system from what we have now in order to be a good MMO. Well, thanks for schooling us on... uh what type of you know what style of Harry Potter is following I didn't realize that Tim Hunter's Books of Magic was closer to the Harry Potter theme than Ender's Game was well you know I'm actually Although I'm sure I'm reading Ender's Game right now and I remember when Mark mentioned I'm like I don't see the I don't see his or Orson Scott Card's belief that it's the same thing no no Or- Orson Scott's Card's claim was that when J.K. Rowling's was going on her massive suing rampage for people who were allegedly ripping her off. Oh. He said, oh, well, one might also construe that by you writing a story about a prodigal young man who plays a lot of games that, that simulate, you know, combat, you were ripping me off. But he wasn't serious. He was oh, just, I get it. I, he so was, the context, I understand. Yeah, that was the context. Or he, was he? Or was he, yes. Dun, dun, dun. And also... I've found that Craig Ferguson does a great J.K. Rowling impersonation if you've ever seen it. Yeah. (laughs) It's really funny. I would agree with Jose's statements about Harry Potter. There are some limitations just with the idea of a school and uniforms and school-provided gear that will definitely have to be thought about and hopefully won't be dealt with on a microtransaction basis. I don't know. You know, it's going to be one of those games that's like a, uh, a total promotional I mean it's going to be geared around selling right I wouldn't doubt it if it's going to be have an embedded trading card game from launch and just be this like massive like way to spend money to Marketeer. feel close yeah it's going to be like Harry Potter the marketeer of doom or something like that <laughs> it's, I just think they're going to try to cash in every which way possible and I could be wrong. It could be that it'll actually be, you know, really true to the books. And if it were a lot like Lords of the Rings, Lord of the Rings Online, I would be happy with that. Yeah. You know, I could as be a wrong. Harry Potter fan. Not yeah. as an MMO fan. As the only Harry Potter fan in the house right now, that's your opinion. <laughs> no, just joking. I didn't ask you for yours. Oh, yeah. I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> we already know that. Oh, you sorry. belabored that point to death in the I'm last Harry episode. I'm Harry Potter. I'm Mark Miller. <laughs> I have a wand and glasses and a lightning bolt thing on my head. Whee! <laughs> All right. So our next email is from Scott. Scott likes our new Blogosteria segment. He wrote, Guys, the new segment is spot on. I wanted to comment on something Brent from Virgin World said on Darren's podcast that finally explains something that had been nagging me for a while. 
I've become less and less impressed with comments coming out of the blogosphere and was beginning to wonder why. You guys seemed the most reasonable of the lot. Brent finally nailed it when he said many of them had changed the real game that they were playing. He made the point that any one MMO did not grab him any longer because he realized he was playing the genre of MMO games and not playing the games themselves. And therefore his reporting and his podcasting became the game. And so because of that, his interaction with the games themselves changed. I think this is because more, I think this is, this has become more prevalent with the commenters on our hobby as a whole. Very few really game for the fun of it any longer. And that's, I, I totally really can't say that. anything else about that. Yeah, let's I mean, put it better. That's and I don't spot on. And I didn't really think of it until I read what he read. He wrote, and I thought, "Wow, that's exactly right." And and it's it's just kind of a bummer because you know you you get into this thing, you get into you know blogging or doing a podcast or just commenting or whatever because you love the genre, you love the games. Maybe you love a particular game. In Brent's case, he was a hardcore EverQuest player who did. He has like several maxed out characters and he dual boxed and all that crap and he was really into it in at some point along the way and I'm not saying he got lost or anything he just started to expand his viewpoint to be you know kind of a semi professional no actually I'll say it they have lost their way all of them well every single it, every single one de- of them I has. guess it just depends on what you're doing and I think for the most part they have. I, I think I have somewhat, maybe even, you know, because I do try quite a bit of these, you know, different kinds of MMOs. But that doesn't mean you... You know, because I try to keep up with them just for the sake of being able to say, okay, yeah, I can talk about this and have some legitimacy about it. Uh, you know, so I can totally see where he's coming from there. Uh, but yeah, I do think that they have lost their way but, in you that know, sense. But they didn't have to. I mean, and and I'll just get on a momentary high horse before you guys kick <laughs> me off. But Noah here has been doing a you know a professional site about gaming, specifically Nintendo gaming. But you know he's been commenting and reading up on and it very much involved with console gaming for like the last ten years. And he's the most excited person I know about console games. He's always <laughs> excited. He plays them all. He can. He's the best, you know, gamer I know as far as console games go. Believe believe it. It's it's a scary phenomenon. <laughs> so he, you know, he never Truly. like got into this whole, you know, I'm a semi professional, you know, writer of. I am a member of the media. Yeah, I'm a member of the press. You know, he never did that, and. <laughs> The uh, you know you can say what you want, but if you listen to the GFW podcast, those guys are the same way. They're prof- they are you know professional journalists, and they are like always playing games. They you know they in their case they're supposed to write about PC games, but those guys are actually playing console games all the time, and they have multiple consoles, and they yeah. know everything there is to know about the games they're playing, and they play them all the way through. You know sometimes multiple That's times a through. Huge accomplishment, and it's like. It's it's like, you know, you don't have to become this, like, bland meta game player who, you know, talks about gaming. and <laughs> Well, it's all about you, searching you for the next controversy, the next headline, the next way to get a rash of people commenting or referencing your you site. Mean, it's like a popularity contest. Blogosteria! <laughs> yes, Blogosteria! Blogosteria! It's, it's all, it's like the, there are people who maybe... 
I don't know, this is purely hypothetical, but maybe in high school they had no social circle and now they've found a way to achieve some kind of superiority on the internet and they're milking it for all it's worth because they can tap into that niche group of people that have the same interests of them and then, oh, I can put, I can string sentences together and, and get on my horse and become a public figure. Oh, oh we're going to talk about that's that That's coming soon. That's a teaser. It's foreshadowing. But yeah, that's a great and very, very observant email, Scott. I mean, that's like so dead know, on. That's a good comment from Brent. Well, and Brent's dead on too. You know, Brent's dead on with that is where... What's cool is he can admit it. You know, you know, yeah, at least he admits what's going on there, and and I think it's happening all over the place. All these bloggers, all these podcasters out there, they just they don't play games for the sake of having fun anymore. They play games for the sake of being able to comment on them. Not cool. I think that's true for blogs anywhere. I mean, shoot, just this week, and some lady was cackling about something. She's like, I'm going to have to go home or write a blog about that. And I'm just like, <laughs> people, get a life. Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear your blog about being in the supermarket. I'm sorry. I I, I really don't. I, now, granted, there may be people that don't want to hear our stupid podcast, but hey, we'll still record it. Hey, fuck them. <laughs> 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 We're huge in Sweden, motherfuckers. That's right. Damn right. That's just the beginning of our world tour. David Hasselhoff Wait has till we get nothing Brussels on us. In Belgium. <laughs> uh, what's next on the... Uh, mailbag maybe something from you because we're out of emails oh perhaps a soliloquy hello hello, channel massive (laughs) i am klaus and i come from the norway Uh, i don't know why every time i talk i have the same bad accent (laughs) end it now So something amazing has happened. What's that, Mark? Star Wars Galaxies has hit the five-year anniversary no mark. No freaking way. That game's still alive? The Force is apparently with it. With the new game experience. The Force is um, strong with this one. Is that what it's called? NGE? Right? NGE. Yeah. I thought it was Even new game experience. Even after the NGE, experience. this game is still alive. Still mm. alive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess they're planning on doing a bunch of crap with this. Uh, what was what were some of the slogans, Noah? Here, Princess Leia, speak. Yeah. Here, Darth Vader, speak. They'll land on a planet, and provided you show the proper respect, you'll get special little buffs. Sweet. Sweet. In other words, don't kill Darth Vader or Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah, because you know you wouldn't want to try to kill the Dark Lord of the Sith. No, that would be totally out of character. No, if you were goody and two-shoes. you wouldn't want to try to you know get your. Get your game on with uh, Princess Leia, especially if she's wearing that uh, Jabba the Hutt slave girl thing. Here's your gold thong, honey. Put it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is she going to be in that or is she going to be all... Is she going to be like sexy... She's going to be Sexy Cinnabons Jabba the Hutt, prison barge, Princess Leia, or is she going to be the Star Wars uh, New Hope Princess Leia with the cinnamon buns on the side of her head? I think she's going to be Ice Planet Hoth. Completely covered in... You know, and that's, mm. like, neutral. That's, like, the neutral ground, Princess Leia. You've yeah. got, like, the one extreme from Star <laughs> Wars, you got the other extreme to Return of the Jedi, and then you've got the... Eh. Meh. I don't know, but I'm awfully excited. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> 
Anyway, happy anniversary, Star Wars Galaxy. You just keep kicking that dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) Over and and over (laughs) and over again. And then what else do we have? Another game that seemingly will not die. As Jim would say... Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Only to be beat down repeatedly again and again mm. and again. By apparently, a lack of user base. Apparently, Saga of Rhizom is back. Is going to be coming back. Um, a phantom investor. Has. Yeah, a phantom investor apparently has come in and... I've heard of angel investors, but a phantom investor sounds pretty fucking scary. The phantom of the investors yeah. there. He has this little half mask on and <laughs> tucks. <laughs> Inside the web. <laughs> anyway. Um, I know you guys are already getting your clients reinstalled. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to re... I uh, never had it installed. Yeah, I wish you me were, neither. Yeah, I know you're lying, Mark. You, have, you play all these games. I, maybe I did, but <laughs> I'd like to pretend I never had it installed. <laughs> And in other exciting news, we have Blizzard. Blizzard. Blizzard Blizzard hit the world with a crazy splash page on there before you entered their their website earlier in the week where it was like this, just looked like this big old chunks of ice all converging into the the center. And, And throughout the week, it's been slowly melting or peeling away, revealing more and more to what may be happening. Um, yeah, because they're frozen over? They're having uh, their their worldwide invitational next week in France, which will have already happened by the time this episode's released. It's true. But right now we so, look So by the, time, by the time you listen to this podcast, you'll have already figured out that, that all of this viral marketing is all geared toward one thing. Tell us, Jason, tell us. It's going to be the convergence of three three IPs into one. I've figured it out. Excellent. It's the it's Wrath of the Leech King, um, the Lost Vikings, and Diablo 2, all combined into one to create this super MMO called the Wrath of the Lost Diablo. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, dude, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You can't tell I, me I'm wrong. I can't argue. I can't argue. I'm ready for the Wrath of the Lost Diablo. I'll get old Olaf with his shield I think going. Until, I think, yeah. I mean, everybody else is throwing their stupid little theories out there, but mine, you know, mine is the best. I mean, mine is spot on. <laughs> mine is the there, best. There's ice there. There's runes. I think I saw a little Viking ring across there. Well, I mean, come on. There's definitely two points of light that look like they could become eyes. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. Exactly. Or no, no, I'm sorry. It, you know, you know, maybe it's something like uh, StarCraft Diablo 3. It's well, you know, it's interesting. If you go over to pc.ign.com, they've overlaid the Diablo 2 box art with the melting ice, and it actually, the little eye lights in the middle match up exactly with the Diablo 2 eye lights. So. Wow, so Blizzard couldn't oh, even get very original with their viral marketing, could they? That's no. pretty pathetic. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Anyway... Speculation is running wild and rampant. The best thing to do is just to not worry about it. Yeah, because really all that's going to happen is is when this thing finally opens up... You won't be able to play it 
Till it's ready. Yeah, you won't be able to play it, and all you'll be able to do is sit there and go, Oh, I can't wait until this game comes out. Damn it. We have to wait until 2011? Fuck, man. Yeah, I hate, I hate the like estimated release dates are always like... Yeah, and then oh, if, if the estimated release date is 2011, then we all know that whatever Blizzard's coming out with won't come out until 2014. I think the ice just means that hell will freeze over and thaw, and it will mean that they will get Wrath of the Lich King out before the year 2009. <laughs> but of course, everybody knows. But see, if this new game doesn't get released until, like, 2014, then we're not going to have a chance to play it at all because the everybody Aztec predicts... Be- yeah, because of the Aztec calendar thing. Everybody thinks the world's going to end in 2012 anyway, so... That would make sense. Oh, well. Nice try, Blizzard! Yeah, good you go and... What else did... There's something else about Blizzard in the news. Oh, yeah, that's right. They've managed to make the Harris Pilton character an actual vendor. Originally just an annoying (laughs) NPC character with the Tinkerbell Wolf. She now sells a 22-slot bag, I think. And then some kind of very pretty designer bag. That's like the hardcore Gucci bag from hell. I think it's like 3,000 gold, too. Do they call it like like the bottomless Gucci bag or something 1,200 gold pieces... 1200 Wow. That's awesome. An incredible, fancy, but largely pointless gold Eternium band for a whopping 3,000 gold. 3,000 gold. Or roughly 5.2 billion loaves of honey bread. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have the honey bread, actually. This is from Yahoo Games' comment on it. (laughs) But that's just me. (laughs) At the impressive Gigantique, a 22-slot purse that's now the game's biggest item holder and will set players back a hefty 1,200 gold pieces. That's great. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I find Parasilton to be incredibly annoying to begin with, and doing stuff like this just justifies her sticking around. I've never seen her cool porn video. Uh, oh, that's when you I, would come to love her. I know the Blizzard has always been a little bit tongue-in-cheek with their humor, but having stupid, it's kind of vapid corny. pop culture crap in here, just... I think I don't know. They do. I World like it when their humor you know is... what World of Warcraft is? It's the family guy of MMOs. There, I said it. Maybe we'll get a Kool-Aid man in there then, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other crazy thing is that, you know, and this has been like crazy World of Warcraft Newsweek. Uh, they are they're fed up with their account thefts, and now they're offering a keychain token-style device, which generates a unique code to help prevent unauthorized access. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, the device apparently is going to generate a six-digit code, which will link to your account and you'll need that to log in. It then becomes invalid after a short time. So, basically, uh, you know, it doesn't help all their other games that have been hacked over the years. But nice but... work on this one. Well, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. I wonder, if, I, mean, I wonder if more companies are going to start doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Makes sense. It's cool. It'll save them money just supporting people whose accounts are always messed up. And I have a solution. Thing, so. Quit going to gold farming websites and uh, where sites and yeah, Mark. Uh, I don't know. That's just my that's my opinion. Getting Mark doesn't go to gold seriously. It's sites. like the first thing these people say. I, I you know, and I know this has got to happen when they're calling customer service up and they're like, "My account's been hacked. Oh my god, can you help me?" You know, and you know, of course, the CSR is just sitting there going, oh, okay, you know, god damn it, another one of these cases. CSR is the highly technical term oh, for customer sorry. sales representative. Right. CSR. 
Anyway, you know, so they're sitting there, and they're like, all right, you know, we're going to help you out as much as we possibly can. They try to get as much information as they can from the customer and everything. And then the customer always is is probably going to bust out this line every single time. Gee, you know, I've never been to, like, even a gold farming website or a ware site or anything (laughs) like that. You know, I have no idea how my account could have got hacked. Yeah. Sure you don't. I didn't have somebody power leveling me. Yeah, you know. It's not, it no, was a bot. Yeah, it was <laughs> never anything like that. So, I don't know. It just it kind of cracks me up. Well, it's nice they're trying. Anything else? Nope. That's the end of the news. No, there is no more news this week. We just have one big... Blockosteria! time is it? It's time it's for the Blast Osteria! Oh, 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 oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I kind of feel like we should like start this out with like the the uh, the happening trailer from M. Night Shyamalan. You mean the director who did the actual two good movies that M. Night Shyamalan did? Actually, I think it was three good movies, and then it all went to hell after that. That's probably true. Yeah. Seriously, because I think it was... You're talking, like, Signs, uh, Unbreakable, which I, I think is probably one of the best superhero origin movies of all time, and, uh, of course, The Sixth Sense. Yeah, The Sixth after Sense that, was by far the best. Yeah. Unbreakable was good. Signs was okay. The village, mm, yeah, right. not so much. And then mm. everything after, yeah, it's like, yeah. And then Richie the Cunningham's daughter in the water was the other one, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what is our freakout session? Well, if you if you've been following up in the Lago sphere, you couldn't help but notice a a disturbance. A it's great just like disturbance a magnitude ten. Disturbance Dude, in the force is still mini. They don't have anything on the scale. Uh, you know, they, it's like <laughs> ten. If there was like a, if there was an eleven and a twelve, it would be that. I know it reached me even it went here. Way in, even here in distant Denver, I felt the. <laughs> it was million, millions of voices crying, and you didn't know where they were coming from. Well, it was coming from the blogosphere after Michael Zanke did an interview with Richard Bartle. Richard Bartle. Some who can, you know, they consider him the godfather of MMOs. He, of course, sure. is, you know, one of the co-creators of the MUD. Kind of hard to dispute it. And he's, like, still active. And he's still active. You know, he's a, he's a paid consultant and a teacher. Mm-hmm. And a teacher. Uh, this interview, really long, lengthy interview. We're not going to go over the whole thing. Yes, we will read because, it to you now. Because the problem is, is that what the blogosphere tends to do is, is that they don't read the whole interview and they don't take it for what it is. They they take one sentence. The sound bite. You know, one or two sentences out of the whole interview and then they freak out about it. Because it's responsible journalism. And so us <laughs> being the responsible podcasters that we are, we thought we'd give you that sentence out of this uh, wonderful interview by Michael Sankey. Completely we out of context. You, Michael. 
especially Mark. Make love to me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was dang it. That you know, hopefully we'll be able to edit that, that was, out. That was Noah throwing his voice no, to make it come no, out of me. No, that wasn't. Yeah, not, right. Not true. It was neat that you did it while drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Available at fine liquor stores near you. Oh, that is so sick and wrong. Anyway, so Michael Zanke asks Richard Bartle the simple question. Are you planning on playing games like Age of Conan and Warhammer when they come out? Clearly a trap. Oh, I mean, you're, yeah, you're assuming this is a Red setter. alert, red alert. Red alert. Here comes a big question. Bartle responds, I've already played Warhammer. It was called World of Warcraft. Oh my god! Age of Conan. Snapped That's me. PvP. Wow, gosh, PvP. It's pretty hardcore PvP, isn't it? No. When you played older MUDs, you got killed after three months of playing. Your character was gone. Yeah, hardcore PvP. Yeah, we're hard, aren't we? We're evil. No. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. Wow. So, you know... You know, but it was kind of funny, you know, and and uh, granted, of course, Bartle being the crazy British guy that he is, he just goes off and has a good time with it, and you know, but he does express some really good opinions in this piece. Well, screw all the other opinions in this piece to hell, because the blogosphere just decided to glom on that one little bit of this interview, and next thing you know, we've got a level 10 blog war on our hands. Let's start out with Keenan Grav's gaming blog. Of course, they go in and they they quote they quote this one line saying, "Are you playing?" And, you know, and for everyone who hasn't read Keenan Grav's uh, blog, they are hardcore Warhammer fans. I mean, they they make no bones about it. Warhammer, the upcoming game that no one's played yet, fans. Correct. Not like they're not like. Tabletop gamer fans, they're <laughs> well. I don't know if they fully the bought into a game that doesn't yet. Uh, you know, I'm sure that they probably have. I mean, they they seem to be so diehard. You know, who knows? Anyway, of course, they pulled the quote from the from the interview. Are you planning on playing games like Age of Conan and Warhammer when they come out? And Bartle throws out that blast. I've already played Warhammer. It was called World of Warcraft. I feel like I'm experiencing deja vu. Would you? Would you? Noah, do you think that was the correct use of an ellipse? No, it's not a correct <laughs> use of an ellipse. Quote, dot, 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 dot. Hey, Sorry. I don't claim to be perfect at grammar either. A anyway, here it starts. The first thought that came to my mind, people pay for that opinion? How can you be a consultant when you're that out of touch with the current MMORPG landscape? After that dumb comment, he rambled on for a few paragraphs, talking about Age of Conan, mostly with incoherent rhetorical questions all while taking every opportunity he had to point out the fact that he is a designer I get that Richard Bartle is the grandfather of Mutz quote unquote I acknowledge that he is a very intelligent man with a lot of great ideas and knowledge but saying something as ignorant and as downright stupid as he did <laughs> proves that he has not even looked into Warhammer online and some of the ideas for World of Warcraft are also beyond bizarre yeah, you know, and it goes on and on, this rambling rant by Keenan Gravel, and they weren't the only ones. They weren't the only ones who blew up. Let's let's go to one of our favorites, Tobald. Tobald, yes. Tobald talks about public figures and and he, he goes I think, I think we should have Noah read that one. 
Oh, which one? The, the first the, one the or the second one? Because Tobald has had Tobald kind of kind of went around, and Tobald's infamous also for deleting posts and and editing his own blogs. You know, so people can't really tell. You know what he said earlier in the week, and deleting then, comments. Yeah, deleting comments and whatnot. Readers. Wow, that's kind of weird. It's rather dictatorial. Yeah, yeah. dictatorial. <laughs> it's pretty cowardly too, if you want to ask me. But yeah, if you can't say something, yeah, that's just stand me. by it. You know, uh, you should probably be in the blogosphere. But, but anyway, <laughs> he's like, I can call Bartle bitter about his lack of financial success because I can quote remarks from him that prove the point. Just read read his comments about Steven Spielberg on Broken Toys, which is also another blog. I can't call Bartle an idiot because there's nothing to suggest that he isn't a highly intelligent man. And his argument that MMORPGs evolved too slowly from one generation to the next is certainly a good point that one can discuss about. But if he condescends that that argument into a sweeping generalization that war equals World of Warcraft is supported by his own personal gravitas, he is setting himself up for scrutiny by his motives and relevance. Blanket statements like that rarely lead to refined discussion of the underlying argument, even if that argument is valid. Like, Tobald doesn't make blanket statements himself, but that's a discussion for another time. So who else blew up on on this whole Bartle thing? Oh, we could just go on and on and on. <laughs> Isn't it true, though? I mean, this one, this this is the one that, like, totally, you know, blew up the interweb as we know it. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, this comes from BrokenToys.org. Um, after he, of course, quotes all of the all of the Bartle interview off of Massively.com. Broken Toys comes out and says, My immediate immediate snarky response from working on several MMO teams now is that assuming that designers have any knowledge of games that come before their current favorite is not a safe assumption. And that what the designer may be saying is simply, I really liked EverQuest, or City of Heroes seemed fun, let's nick those bits. Or more regrettably, yeah, World of Warcraft, Make it more like that, because we like money hats. <laughs> <laughs> At least that one was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty funny one. I really liked it. Um, you know, another snarky blogger. This comes from, I believe this is WAH, which is another World, which is another Warhammer Online blog. Where again, he quotes, I've already played Warhammer. It was called World of Warcraft. (laughs) Now, I don't know the guy personally, but that's like ten kinds of stupidity in two sentences from a guy who is one of the ancestors of the modern MMO scene. You've already played Warhammer, so you're in the beta? No? Oh, sorry, my mistake. You simply played another game and made a gross assumption based on that gameplay. Visuals and features of one title are virtually identical to one another. So by that logic, I've already met you, Mr. Bottle, because I've met the guy living next door to me. You both have the same basic features and underlying mechanics, right? Same, same. Sheesh, you think that a PhD would, would think before he passed gross judgment. 
like that. Oh. So yeah, as you can see, just by that one little stupid statement, a ton of people just freaked out over. Yeah, but they were they were very angry because this game Unleash that they've all played anger. and know like you know they know they know Warhammer Online like level backwards and forwards they've they've all been clocking so many hours you know clearly they can tell they're experts that you know not only can they tell by reading a paraphrased statement from another blog exactly <laughs> what he meant but they also can compare Warhammer Online and World of Warcraft directly to give their very educated and emotional responses of course because they've heard all of the all evangelism of the hype and from features that it will our have favorite marketeer yes they have and and I'm still and in case there's any confusion nobody here at Channel Massive is like a hater on Warhammer we're just tired of it being compared to existing games as though it's already out and in in full production it's not and that it's still it will on change the, the landscape of MMOs forever. forever it will be innovative it will not Revolutionary. be like War, Warcraft. Yeah. It will be totally different. Or as one guy put it, everything and more that <laughs> WoW has. Everything and more than WoW has. Yes. That was from the guy who's smarter than everybody. Oh, yes. What's his name? Heartless Gamer. He is smarter than everyone. He graduated twice. With a 4.0 average. Yeah. And look what he's doing with it now. <laughs> look, indeed. Misusing the word alley. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Heartless Gamer. Well played. <laughs> uh, and see, and this is why we love you. We love you, the blogosphere, because you... You're the wind beneath our wings. You are. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are the fuel in our 60-gallon Hummer gas tank. You're the reason why I drink and do this podcast, because (laughs) there's no other way I could possibly do it without, you know, totally going off. I, You know, the alcohol actually mellows me out a little bit so I can comment on, on all the idiocy that's being spewed out there. Well, so we got... Some more comment. It's like it just continued. It went across every single blog there is almost. Yeah, What's dude, amazing I'm is serious. Bartle. It was. It was. It was like a level ten, you know, Blood extinction war. event that happened in the blogosphere after this. Sadly, the dinosaurs were swept up in it and died, <laughs> <laughs> leaving only their skeletons, fossilized skeletons. Well, what really surprised me is Bartle. He was all over it. Bartle he took actually the time participated to go out to some of these in these the comments. Blogs. I would, if I were him with his credentials and Writing reputation like, in history, I would be like, whatever. Like 500 word responses just I repeatedly. Know. I mean, he kept engaging with all these people. I don't know. To I, explain and defend and clarify his points. It's either very kind of him or he's really bored right now, but I just thought, wow, at least he's into the community, you know, I, I guess. So we've talked about the people who've disagreed with Bartle and gotten ants in their pants about it, but there actually were some people who agreed with him at least on the kind surface of took level. The of, took the side of Bartle, you would say? There were, or there at were least some, took the side of actually reading the whole thing in context. Would you say that they were voices of reason? I would say that. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about some of those voices of reason. Go ahead, Mark, and uh, bring one up here. 
M- you want they're, they're, it's so to hard to find. I know there are so few of them. Well, there was, of course, Cuppy. Oh, yes, Cuppy. We can always count on Cuppy for for some moments of clarity. He just kind of took it as it was, said, eh, there was all this outrage, and took exactly what was said and what the context was and pretty well laid it out. Uh, you know, it's a whole bunch of ado about nothing. I love this statement. She said, uh, Bartle could have said Ever- EverQuest. He could. He said, wow, because it was a better comparison in today's current market. These games are all the same. I don't care what everyone says is so different about Warhammer Online. It's still fundamentally the same. Once you've done the grind, leveled up to max level, and done the end game thing in one of these games, you've done it all. If you had fun with it and wanted to do it again in a different setting with different people, that's where buying and playing another MMO comes in. It's not because you're looking for a radically different and unique play experience. If you are, then you're sort of foolish in my opinion because you're bored with one game, have done what you can do in it, and need to move on. The better way to phrase that sentence what could have been, war will be exactly as overwhelmingly identical to World of Warcraft as World of Warcraft was to EverQuest. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo, Cubby. Well Bravo. Uh, the other the other thing that cracked me up is, especially at the en- at the end of her. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Where where she, and this does come from Tobald as well apparently, but, you know, it gets swept under the rug, and and I think Tobald goes ahead and removes his posts or edits his blog <laughs> entries, rewrites or, history, rewrites history as he he's prone to do. Uh, Richard, Richard Bartle, the co-author of MUD, one of the ancestors of modern MMORPGs, but as he failed to patent any of the inventions he did while creating it, all he got was a Wikipedia entry. And then... Uh, that's a quote from yeah, that's, Tobald. Yeah, that's from Tobald, and Cuppy chimes in. I really don't have anything to say about that comment except, wow, if you were to come up with a comment, it would probably include the words, fuck an asshat, but I'm too professional for that. <laughs> Smiley. <laughs> yeah, with a smiley on the end of that, which cracks me up because she did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was a good way to a good way to get that through. Yeah. So that cracks me up. So Cup Cuppy came in, gave us that. There were a couple other a couple other blogs that rose to the defense of of Bartle, which uh let's see, I think one came from Altitis. <laughs> uh, Altitus, uh, he's goes on and he talks about some of the issues with, uh, of course, Tobald. Just go. I've got a lot of respect for many of Tobald's opinions, but when you decide to take on somebody else's opinion, it's probably better to read the source for yourself <laughs> rather than reblogging just one pro- provocative provocative sentence. Cheap shot for cheap shot, considering Tobald's self-professed interest in American politics. I'd expect, as a fellow old-world dweller, quote-unquote, that he'd be a bit more critical of overblown, gotcha-style reactions and look at the issues. <laughs> you know, and it's so true. I mean, uh, these bloggers, all they do is they they rehash something that somebody else has already said, and and they just go off on it. Yep, it's like a weird. It's it's this weird. It reminds me of you cycle. know what it is. It's like that cannot be broken. I kind of I remember this from the way old days of like bulletin boards. Like 
when you were in your your little town or city or whatever, and there was like this bulletin board that you would go to, is a small little community, and somebody would like make a point, like you know, some insane point, like the two eighty six will never be beaten <laughs> by the Tandy Coco or something like that. <laughs> Hey, and man, don't do Tandy, man. Boom, a holy war would erupt between the people who were using the bulletin board with their Tandy cocoa and the people who <laughs> were using their IBM PC. And, you know, you'd have just, like, all this commentary. And it's because, well, we were we were bored and, you know, we we didn't... We were still getting into this whole communicating thing. And, you know, it was kind of different. It was a different forum. And because because you didn't have to go out there yourself in front of the person and say all this stuff, you know, you could get a little bit more ballsy than normal. And then blogging comes along and it takes that to an extreme because it, in a way it lets you publish your thoughts and opinions for like a massive audience, a much more massive audience than, you know, the bulletin board scene was or whatever. And, and I think what happens is at some point you just totally lose touch with like, you know any kind of journalistic standards and any kind of any kind of um what's the, I wouldn't say integrity but <laughs> there's something that gets lost there after after you start to like just simply grab onto some sensationalistic thing and go crazy with it it's like fox news when they were saying the xbox was the sex box because they because <laughs> uh, yeah because mass effect know, was a do it yourself haven't seen how i used the controller mark i i know the way you sat on the controller when you <laughs> played it was, was just not a good thing <laughs> and then that little dance you did it was just <laughs> Well, I'll never get over I it. I have to do it for <laughs> to get the full effect <laughs> but, of the vibrating you know, controller. But that was like c- incredibly irresponsible what they did there. They no one had ever played it. No one had ever seen it. They and got they were third-hand all knowledge. They're all experts. That like the sil- child psychologist on this could damage people. Well, <laughs> first of all, honey, this isn't for kids. So, oh, but it'll fall into the hands of children. You know, blah blah blah. And it's the same thing. It's like nobody did their research before they just engaged their mouths or their, in this case, their hands to type on this stuff. Nobody did any due diligence. I don't know that any of them really knew. If you know Richard Bartle, you kind of know where he's coming from. You know his big, his overarching big complaint is that all MMOs and MUDs and everything is in a major rut and we need to see some real innovation. And by Mm -hmm. innovation, I mean something totally new, something that's a feature that is not the typical grind thing, something that's going to take us to the next level and everything is really just an evolutionary process. you know what? The the thing is, is that everybody agrees with that. But they don't there's not realize one, there's they not agree one with blogger it. out there no. who wouldn't agree with that. All statement. of us gamers are ready for. We're we're all like, God, we've all been begging for it. Yeah, we are begging for it, and that's his big thing. And so when he says, in the big scope of things, saying that World of Warcraft and Warhammer are very similar, yeah, <laughs> duh, they are. There's slightly different rules around some aspects of the games, be it the realm versus realm thing, maybe a slightly different quest thing, which I'll believe it when I see it. You know. But basically, it's like it's like the DNA. Yeah, maybe that'll come in the form of Warhammer Online because they have those public quests that they they talk about, where everybody has to work for the same common goal. And you know, I know 
World of Warcraft already tried to do something similar a long time ago, where you remember where everybody had to collect so many. Oh yeah, for the you to know, unlock the uh, uh, what was it, linen cloths and different remember. types of fish and yeah, yeah, you et cetera, had, et cetera, it was the war cetera. effort, so you could open the gates and it was that exactly. There was always there was something thing. kind of similar, I believe. You know, where, where they kind of tried to do something like that, and it was yeah, it was really kind of a big old grind fest. You know if. You know, if Warhammer Online is able to do something, you know, where they make it where it's a whole big public quest where everybody can participate in and, and you can only advance towards the next step. If everybody helps out, then great. That's awesome. That, that I think that's progress, in my opinion. Sure, it's progress, but it's not. It's it's an evolutionary process. It's not a big, huge leap. No, no. And and it, and if you think about it, if it's anything you could code into a, an existing mud, it's probably not revolutionary. Like you could do that with a mud, easy. True. You know, but if it's something that just takes you totally beyond the genre, and and blows the doors off what we know, then yeah, then you've achieved it. And that's always his point. And so. The, when he's talking about them being similar, I'm, I'm reiterating, but he's basically saying they're all very close. They're like the DNA between a chimpanzee and a gorilla. You know, it's like 99% no, the dude, same No, dude, they're totally thing. different, man. Yeah, one's smaller, one's bigger. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, it's so similar. And and so, yeah, you could say that, you could say whatever you want, but in the end, it's it's a minor, you know, you're, you're just splitting splitting hairs there, so... What do you think, Noah? You've been relatively quiet for three minutes. Well, I've just been thinking about how people are leveraging this to justify their own celebrity status. Celebrity? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, let's dig into that. And oh, can we yeah. have you? Can you quote? Can we have you read? Do a reading? Yeah. What, chan- what kind of voice this. should I use for this? I mm. like your whiny bitch voice. I like your snarky. <laughs> Uh, not so subtle, smart ass voice. Then there's your seven. Foot you know tall, what? If you can do a combination voice, of the two, that. that would probably be great. I feel like doing the hoi polloi voice. Is it like a pseudo intellectual voice? Because that would be perfect. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Let's see. What, let's see what, if this one will work. Um, I don't. I didn't feel like going around to all the blogs that attacked me and justify my words like Doctor Bartle did. I very much enjoyed his comments here and elsewhere because they made his idea and point of view much clearer than his original provocative remark. But the only comment I can see about the people writing over me is that they have a point that I shouldn't have reacted that strongly and emotional to the provocation in Bartle's remarks, and they shouldn't have reacted that strongly and emotional to my provocative remarks. What the whole thing <laughs> taught me is that I'm a public figure now as well, in Yay the small you. universe of MMORPG discussion, of course of lesser importance than Dr. Bartle, massively had a Richard Bartle versus Tobald headline. The thought frankly scared me a bit, but because as a public figure you can get away with less. This blog is a non-commercial venture, a labor of love. I write because there are things that I feel strongly about. There are things that make me angry, and there are things... I have totally subjective opinions of, and I want my opinions to be heard. Desperately. The whole process of loving, or hating, or loving a game is not very rational. 
<laughs> me writing not very nice things about a game I don't like or about a person who said something provocative, intentional or not, is me being angry, being very angry, being human, being emotional, being irrational. <laughs> I have neither the superhuman willpower nor the editorial oversight necessary to prevent that from happening. I write what I think and I hate the thought process where I catch myself thinking, oh no, you can't write that. It's going to cause too many angry comments. It is a perverse system in which the more you have the means to express your opinions, the less you have the right to do so. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think I'm just going to have you stop right there, man. That just cracks me up. I feel like at this point, I, I don't think you all you exp- can do is to write your manifesto on why communism rules. You, can, you I mean, couldn't have uh, brought Tobald's voice into the world better than I think. Oh, I, I, I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. If Tobald ever hears that and doesn't destroy every possible thing that could render audio in his house. Well, you know, but see, the thing is... He is might change his voice to sound he, like He may that. destroy us because he's now a public figure. He is a public figure. He has with power great, and he with, shall wield it. With great power comes great responsibility. I wonder if he'll hit the delete button a couple times. Well, he does yeah, say probably. that he'll blacklist the kind of blogs that tend to call me names. If I was, you know, that would really hit our membership if we were to be blacklisted by Tobolt. Could you imagine? Like, we'd, we'd be down to, like, we would really have our six <laughs> listeners, including the guy from Sweden. Well, no, actually, we'd, we'd be down to four. God. That <laughs> yeah, could I be think really, it'd be four. That would be a lot. That is a lot of yeah. power he Well, wields. he did summarize it with his final sentence of this post, which said, oh. What I don't know can't hurt me, because the internet is just words. <laughs> Words that are power and give me stature. <clears throat> me, 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 me. That's all I heard. Yeah, God. pretty much. And and this is why we love you. We love you, the blogosphere out there. Please keep it coming because it fuels our fire. It really does. <laughs> so so don't fire. stop. Please don't stop on account of us. We hunger. We hunger for more. Much like Sinistar. <laughs> <laughs> Run, coward! Run. I hunger. Anyway, I think that that pretty much sums it all up. Um, you know. Thank you for enduring. Keep, yeah, thank you for enduring. <laughs> Bloggers out there, keep keep giving us material to work with. We, we, we love you for it. Keep talking about yourselves. We love it. Because it's blog hysteria! Thank Take you. us out, Tobold. <laughs> I mean, Noah. I mean, oh, Noah. Wait, okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Channel Massive's episode 48. We are public figures, too. <laughs> Power comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we depend on listeners like you to provide us the love that we need, and if you don't provide us the love, then we'll block you. Because Black we have you. learned from the best. That's right. If you would like to contribute to our next episode, 49, 
You may email us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or you may leave us a voicemail upon Skype. Channel.massive.skype. We need your love. And we need someone to blacklist. Much like a flower needs the sun, we need your undying love and devotion to continue. I'm sorry, I don't have an effete intellectual voice to dig into. <laughs> but I'll Damn work on you. it. <laughs> Until next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Yeah, I think Jim's, ha- you know, he's not here very often, and I'm just wondering if he's cheating us, you know? He's doing some kind of, like, militant vegan... He's probably doing some militant vegan podcast or something like that. I don't know, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned really, I don't know. You know, I, I, I didn't want to bring this up with you guys earlier, but I, you know, I thought I'd just... You know, throw it out there. I'm like, what do you guys think? What do you think he's doing? I mean, yeah, I know he uses his excuses, you know, his his broken foot. You know, it's like all this big deal. Oh, I've got a broken foot, and oh, I've got to work or whatever. You know, big deal. No, I don't know. Frankly, I'm I'm kind of sick of the excuses, honestly. You think he's gonna re- reveal that he is in fact doing some other? He's probably in final silence. Is what he's. That could be too. He's waiting for. Ah, just the illusion of uh, frailty from his injury would totally make us not suspect. See, you know, that's why. You know, that's why I think. Uh, what's her name? The final sign. She doesn't really have cancer.